0: I don't even remember. This is the right one, but uh, yeah, we're back with the best boys. No, the. Just best boys. A film podcast with. Hello. your two. With the Brothers Pit.
1: Ah, the Pit Bros.
0: They're here! A couple anime
1: villains. All right, everyone has been told that I am unavailable. Let's start. All right, two no on. interruptions, none.
0: Down. We're ready to rock. Yeah, you see, you—I can tell you've been busier this week. You've had some things going on.
1: <clears throat> I've been nothing so but up? just pounding food and gaining weight.
0: <laughs> well who cares about that?
1: The uh no, I um uh, I had a busy week. I got in from LA on what Tuesday. I was really supposed to be there till Wednesday night. Um but this I got hired to shoot BTS on some some new Mindy Kaling show. Um it's releasing later this year. It's called uh The Sex Lives of College Girls. But the again, the again oh, the personal risque. supposed to you know, you got canceled. Yeah, right. I pulled the email up, and it's just like, oh, I feel like I can't read this email in public because the headline just says Sex Lives of College Girls. It was like, ah! Yeah, it's a
0: a porno. Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) But um, that ended up getting canceled, so I came home early. Uh, The show got canceled. No, no, no. The interview that I was supposed to shoot. Um, But... I did my first day as the DP of behind the scenes for Euphoria on Monday and it was very exciting. We got a lot of cool shit. I'm I was very nervous, but it uh it went well. Bosses are happy. I'm happy. Hopefully it's I'll be getting more of this kind of stuff. Well, well I I already work on the show as the, the B-cam operator, but hopefully I get more DP days. Got to pad that resume
0: that's good that's great i'm being glad i'm glad that you've been working man it's uh it's good to hear that it's things been... are coming back
1: surprise like i said this has been my busiest year uh so far outside of, like outside of having touring um it's my busiest like non-touring year of probably ever um we get a lot of local stuff in pittsburgh too um i'm dp'ing this this like little sketch announcement thing for this company's live streaming service on sunday and they rented out two floors of the heinz history center downtown um for us to shoot in and got a decent budget not our budget was about half oh my god i just scraped a dead bug out of my scalp oh well, farm life hashtag farm life yeah for those who don't know i live on a farm and we've been having a real bad spider problem and that's not what I picked out of my hair but it's just been this has been extra bu- finding dead bugs and spiders lately since the weather got hot Um, but man it sucks but it's cool there's this big fat one on our front porch uh, Chris calls him Buford T. Justice and we're not allowed to kill him because he kills a shit ton of flies on the porch but he's Massive, he's fat. He's like the spider is like this big and but like super fat.
0: Buford T Justice is his name,
1: yeah. Chris calls him that. He says it's from
0: Smoking the Bandit. Oh, okay, okay. Sounds like we might have to put that on the list.
1: It is a classic. Oh, 100%. It is a classic. This is what uh, we were talking about last night. But how you been? How's your week?
0: I'm, I'm doing good. Same old, same old house life, uh, D, and we've been, um, you know. Doing Warhammer and Magic, playing a bunch of games, um, working on things a little bit, exercising. I've lost a little bit of weight, so I'm happy about that. I want to keep that rocking. But yeah, doing doing this podcast, watching movies, and uh, enjoying it. i am really been really excited to talk about uh, the movies we got slated for today for Boomfest Part mm. 2. Boomfest. I-
1: had a blast watching both of these i saw I, the Fred in theaters but the killer i never saw
0: yeah yeah i i also enjoyed both both these easy watches um well the we'll get to them in a second but yeah had a lot of fun loved it loved it um life-changing experiences uh with one of these films uh in particular <laughs> uh i would say yeah, I'm. Um, my I'm mind's a little bit blown. I'm glad that we did this because it just gave me an excuse to watch more uh, John Woo, and uh, yeah, he's he might be the master of Boomfest for me, the Boomfest master.
1: Um, I, I uh, well, we'll get into it when we talk about. Yeah, I know, I
0: know. I can't help it. It just wants. To, it wants to come out. But uh, before we do that, I wanted—I uh, don't know if we should do this before we talk about the movies or after, but I figure we should at least discuss for a bit the um, the rumors of the uh, Apple A24 per the acquisition. And it doesn't seem to be happening now. I looked into it further. Um, oh, thank it God! It was just rumor. It was like they were testing the water and Apple threw a number out there, kind of a thing, and it was just reported on. So it doesn't appear to be happening. But it just. I feel like it's going to have to happen eventually.
1: I mean I hope not. I really want them to stay on their own because the, uh, um, I, like Apple's got so much cash in the bank to just throw around. They could easily buy them. But uh, with them being beholden to no one, that's why we're getting like a steady stream of like good movies out of that studio. Um, and also for personally, A24 finances euphoria partially. And I don't want my job to be at risk if Apple comes in and is just like, we don't want to spend money on this BTS.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel that, and that's the problem I would think about as well. Well, firstly, they already got they got something really good going on, and I think putting it in a major corporation like an apple but even if honestly even if netflix or i mean disney or any um, of that, these major media companies hbo i wouldn't want any of them to buy it hbo i'd feel the I'd, best about yeah cause because they already
1: collaborate on so many shows and, so yeah.
0: and hbo does have a lot of prestige like um art oriented yeah uh
1: pieces as long um, as they keep it away from the max division but like, like netflix
0: is just gonna like end up picking it apart any of them are just gonna pick them apart until it's a husk of what it used to yeah. be and it might be good for a f- few years but it'll eventually um once it's not making the money that they want it to they will gut it mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't want this to happen i think twenty four is the reason why this podcast probably exists um because it got me really into film um I mean, I was really into movies. I mean, I liked movies. I was into anime. I was into TV. I like a lot of stuff. Um, I like media in general, but with 824, um, uh, 24 it kind of really had me looking at movies critically um, more often. It was just easy because they are there's this collection of good and they're good films. So they're all new. They're from the past, you know, decade, and um and just new young directors and um really interesting uses of casting because the budgets are smaller like mid-budget to low budget um indie films and um yeah it's been a great thing and i've really been a fan of it i'm not like a super stan it was a super stand for a little while i've kind of fallen off the hype because there's a lot of um there's i was in like an h24 group and stuff like that but it's kind of devolved into just uh, Ari Aster posting and and Robert Eggers posting, which I like both. I love both of their films, but there's so many more great films in that catalog, and I don't want to see it get tainted, and I don't want to see it get um, fucked with.
1: Yeah, they have uh, they're the the most original IPs coming out of a studio, um, and that's I'm really into that. I'm just. Get, I think everyone's just sick. Like, while you like blockbuster movies, they are great. I love turn your brain brain off movies, um, uh. But it's just nice to now know that it's not a sequel, remake, prequel, fucking. It doesn't move fake. things
0: forward. It's like a it's yeah. a stagnant. And I know that some of the some remakes are good, and, and some superhero movies are good. And it's not yeah. to say that none of that is does. I'm not like Martin Scorsese and saying none of it should exist. I don't no. think he's saying that none of it should exist. It's just like we need to make sure we don't dis um we don't uh disregard real real film. Real cinema, you know, real film yeah. and quotes. And it sounds pretentious and it is a little bit, but you still it's not we're not saying get rid of all the you know all the big blockbusters, but but you know, don't you neglect don't neglect the art. And I think what happened in the nineties um there was a huge indie film boom and then and it got to a point where studios were just given any any indie uh director money and a lot of those movies didn't make money
1: and yeah, I mean, you was, had like Fox flight uh was huge for just giving like the sub 10 million dollar uh budgets um and just so
0: many films. filmmakers like Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, Noah Baumbach um uh so many of the people on our list uh Greg Araki um great great filmmakers uh came out of that that movement um and yeah it was indulgent to a point but in the 2000s you pr- it's probably um a bit of a a backlash to that a retracting, and, and you see that with all media in the 2000s like post 911 world like music is has the same problem too it gets very commercial in that decade and the last decade has been a I think there's been a more balanced um of both sides if you want to and i think it's because of the diversification of media and accessibility that if you the the audience will that wants that stuff is gonna go find it if it exists Mm -hmm. if you make good shit there are people out there that will want to consume it just because it's not on the level of infinity war doesn't mean it's
1: it's not worth Mm -hmm.
0: putting money into i don't know it's cool
1: yeah and it inspires things that'll uh Shape the the future of stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because one well, then, or it's it's a breeding ground for the next wave of big directors. You know, mm-hmm. um, think about your your some of the the most popular filmmakers. They started out making very small indie flicks, and then they got bigger and bigger budgets and whatever. Um, even fucking george lucas Mm. which uh, has uh, we uh, he's on our list and i have no star wars films of his because i want to see his non-star wars films because pre they're supposed to be good pre-star wars not red red tail he didn't direct red tails actually i looked oh i thought he directed that i thought he did too and i looked into it and he didn't um i think he helped and um but i don't he did his he's not credited as the director Mm. But he has, uh, you know, uh, American graffiti and and THX, uh, eleven thirty eight. I think is that it's a, it's a bunch of numbers. But yeah, don't want to digress on that. I'm I'm good on a twenty four. I'm just I'm I'm glad it's not happening, but it worries me that it's gonna keep being tried and someone's gonna throw out a number big enough. I believe the number was in the billions. Um, no, it, it has to be. Uh, it was big. Um and it's not like that that's in, that proves the valuation that you know 824 is a a solid sized company a, a corporation or whatever it is I don't know if it's public or not um, but apple is just that much fucking bigger um, i think it's a good move i think apple i I'm, people talk about um that there is some better uh original programming on apple tv uh, like the people talk about that ted lasso a lot They said ted lasso is a good show um, yeah I would, I, you know. i've heard
1: of that the uh i've seen an episode of that show from the always sunny guy from mac from always sunny yeah uh, dad may
0: as well mystic quest
1: yeah yeah i've it was i liked it it, it was a nice episode um, it was
0: fine it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great i'd watch i'd probably watch the whole
1: season um, yeah I I'd it's, probably like, it's nice, that nice seeing season. those guys it's nice seeing the, uh that guy in something other than his always sunny yeah, um, yeah.
0: There's, there's other people in it. Haley Joel Osment, I thought, was in the one episode Yeah, I saw. yeah. Or he's in the show. Yeah. I think he's just a regular. Um, But, yeah, there was the other show. people, too. Uh, But, yeah, I only saw the one episode. But, yeah. What do you think? Uh, you, are you ready to boom, baby? Yeah, let's do it. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't get the drops. Here
1: comes the. Here comes the pretty you're not.
0: Yeah, we can't get that sample, but so Corey's just got to recreate it and until we get tagged for his perfect
1: cover. I'm just will... going to bleep out the word boom then cuz then it's not complete.
0: What do you want to talk about first?
1: Um we finished with the raid last week, so I feel like we should just start with Dread just cuz the comparisons.
0: I think that's a good idea too. I feel I thought starting. I think Dread also is um the killer is a much i think more important film historically but yeah i, think I feel like we're gonna have for, a lot more to talk
1: about with the
0: yeah but not only that but i think to um millennials and younger the dreads probably a more familiar <laughs> film to them uh, so i think we should probably start with that not yeah. that
1: we're excluding any older folks that might be out there but um yeah well uh i guess i'll start opening thoughts i love this movie this uh, like i liked it the first time I really liked it again this time um i love the cinematography the color palette i love the uh, i was looking into it it's very tried to do sparing use of cgi only when needed uh so it's a lot of practicals and they did the same thing like the raid for budget constraints where they just built one floor and then just kept repurposing it over and over but i unlike the raid i felt like it was granted this had a way bigger budget this is 40 times the budget but yeah I can, really tell, like... I can really tell and i could really tell in the raid that it yeah, this one floor. it felt like they you know they had the budget to make the same floor feel fresher. Um, the uh, I love the the use of high speed. So I was looking into it. I guess they all those slow mo shots that are shot at like four thousand frames per second, and then they would take an air cannon to just blast people's skin to give the the, the bullet impact effect, and then they would just add the bullet in in post. Um, and I just thought that looked so cool, like the when they're doing the slow mo drug stuff.
0: Uh, oh, the the slow so. I was gonna say this later at some point, but the slow-mo Drug stuff is my the coolest part about the movie. I think to me, oh, it is. Such I think that's an the thing that it holds up so well. It looks really cool. Um, it's hyper stylized. <laughs> it's like rainbow and it's glittery. It kind of reminds me of the Google Dream Machine stuff, um, mm. but it's more glittery than that. Um, love. I thought that that's my favorite part about the film. Not that the film is bad. I just I, that was like. Perfect, perfectly executed. Every one of those sequences, I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And even Alistair uh, watched. She didn't watch the whole thing with me, but she watched the ending, um, where um, the the, the Lane H- Hades character falls, and mm-hmm. it's it looks so good. She's like, this looks so good. And, and like, yeah, it, it obviously is green screened and and all that, but it just there's something that looks cool about it aesthetically
1: well think about it. this came out in like 2010 or 2012 with only a 40 million dollar budget like that is so for what they accomplished with this like this turned out this looks so good um and uh and i, I also was reading that like even with the like the big city shots those are real that's not cgi the only well, yeah. the gigantic buildings yeah are CGI, i know well, i thought real. that
0: looked bad i thought the city looked obviously like a, a mo- like a Present day city with just mm-hmm. a couple CG future skyscrapers. So I that was where the budget for me, the budget became obvious, and especially in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. where they tried to show you the city, the mega city one just looks so. Once you've seen the the Sylvester Stallone dread and how it looks like a real ass cyberpunk city, that this mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't feel that way until you get into like down on the ground, and then it feels yeah. better
1: this was uh, during the era of like the christopher nolan trying to make like comic books more real so i guess their 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 thought was like let's just shoot a real big city and then just add the buildings like the giant ones in and try to make it like sell it but i i don't know i i was i was fine with it i um, uh, i think you had to i had to suspend my belief i prefer the, i prefer the, the aesthetic dread. of the stallone dread uh on the stallone dread all their outside stuff takes place on one street uh, <laughs> yeah 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 purpose. you're right it
0: does because that's the same thing with like the super mario brothers movie and like all those yeah. kind of outdoor sets where it looks like it's a whole city but it's just one street um yeah. but I, I like the way it looks it looks lived in and, and feels better yeah um, i don't think this is like terrible or anything i think it's just the budget showed and for that um like so,
1: I was, I was gonna say if you had to even like 10 million more dollars just to put into uh the the widening of the scale or the and i didn't like
0: those day like i think the daytime also didn't do it any favors I get, and yeah. then maybe they're trying to subvert because a lot of um cyberpunk cities are usually gloomy and and foggy mm-hmm. and uh dark mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i mean i can give it, i'm forgiving for it because of the budget so it's not like i'm I literally have a note that says budget looks low for the city
1: um, City stuff. Lower. Yeah. Definitely oh, so, all, everything went into like the slow-mo and the effects with all that.
0: Uh, so this is directed by Pete Travis, who I'm not familiar with, but it was written and produced by Alex Garland, who directed Ex Machina. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's a showrunner of Devs and, uh,
1: and American Gods um so he, this was the thing last week where we talked about where i said i'm pretty sure somebody else directed this not the credited director it's alex garland alex Garland is the actual director he's just not credited as it
0: yeah that's uh, what i thought you i thought that you meant because he's he's made good mo- good stuff since then yeah. he's wrote books i think he wrote the beach
1: uh he wrote yeah. uh this is considered his first directing film like, like yeah like the guy's directing. got
0: a he's a well-rounded he's kind of like neil gaiman he just does a bunch yeah. of different shit but it makes um,
1: sense why this like this holds up and is it is good like uh because i like i liked ex machina a-, a lot um i think this guy definitely has a good eye it's a way
0: different film life. than dread but I, I think it's a it uses the low budget and makes it really like ex machina yeah. works because it doesn't need a budget it still feels like future yeah um, but it's like he's he'd
1: get you a girl who can do both you
0: know like he can no definitely definitely he's yeah. a good when oh, he's this good science fiction writer. Um, yeah like that's yeah, what he did before he even did movie stuff and then not, like danny boyle did the beach with leonardo dicaprio and it's based on one of his books um i'm pretty sure mm. um it
1: was like right after he did i think it was before 28 days later i believe um, uh, oh how did you feel about in the beginning with the skinning alive scene uh, I was like, uh, so like like it was like randomly really gory in the beginning,
0: and then they just flashback. Like uh, the all I can say is Avon Barksdale. The the I forget the fucking actor's name. I should have wrote this down. Um, But the like the the early bad guy of the film. Um, How about the guy Wood Harris. He's played down. by Wood Harris. Uh, and, yeah, he's, like, the torturer, and and there's a psychic character, which we're going to get to and definitely going to have to get to in a, a second, um, that, like, peers into his mind, and it's so fucked up in there because of all the torture and sex stuff in there. Mm. Um uh I, I thought it was it was uh i thought it was like random and I, but i thought it was cool like i didn't hate it
1: yeah i thought i did it look good too like it's, it was practical and it, it kind of uh... looked
0: like saw like all the times that they would yeah, flash back yeah. to it it was very like it also like colored like a hostile saw looking thing or mm-hmm. it's like the the frame rate was weird or something that was like kind of like flashy mm-hmm. um or his effect i don't know um the-
1: yeah, well, it's like uh, that low
0: shutter speed. Uh, before we get rate. too deep into it, the yeah, slow shutter speed. That's what it looked like. Um, before we get too deep into it, I, the chase scene in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, I just kept reminded me of the Deadpool chest footage. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I I don't know why. Like the because it, it was like simple, uh, but it was effective. The only difference was the drug, the like the drug things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it just evoked that to me in the. I probably I don't know I'm curious why that did but I felt like that
1: I don't know I I chuckled at this for, uh, when I watched it uh, whenever in that chase scene they because uh, you're thinking about like for some reason I was just thinking about civilian casualties and then the, that van that they're in just plows through a pedestrian dread drives fast and just looks at the pedestrians just like keeps going <laughs> i don't know well yeah
0: funny. i mean the civilian casualties we can talk about the we'll get there with the ending um because of that it's one of the biggest things i think to talk about that i don't that i don't i don't know if i have problems with it necessarily it just like don't i need to talk it out with somebody because i don't know if i yeah. fully understood it um but uh so great cat i think it's a really great cast for the budget um oh i think perfect wood would, like, Harris uh plays I keep calling him Avon Barksdale but he's like the Isn't the main K henchman or, well yeah what was his name it was just K K. well that's probably why I didn't remember it because it's not a memorable name I'm but, talking about uh,
1: the um, the dude who looks like the guy from never back down one
0: he, i don't think he looks like him but i he's black uh, but,
1: no i don't know, he looks like a younger yeah know, to me he looks like a younger version of him did you uh, hansu yeah Uh um, yeah no this wood harris
0: his character's name is K. yeah k-a-y but um so he's great and uh, Lena heady uh from game of thrones um is in it and i was looking it up like so this was must have been made between season one and season two of game of thrones because i was like oh is this pre-game of thrones and no they must have been trying to get like like get her while she's cheap and it's early in the show while it's and it's popular i think it was a something like that but she's great as the villain um and i haven't heard her do an american accent in in maybe ever Mm. Um, i like that they
1: did uh for the um that she's a very hands-on not just the I'm a I'm a I'm a bad girl who just I pull the strings. I go, yeah, I do. Yeah, I tell people I yeah, do like getting her hands dirty and all that shit. Like I like uh, I I thought that was cool. Um, the uh, yeah great I don't know, overall great classic. Carl Urban is so good. He his um, chin is just so perfect for this. He look he's got the look. Yeah, I don't know. There's
0: something that I thought was a little bit of wooden about his delivery, and I'm not like I wanted to. I'm not like I thought Sylvester Stallone's was better. Um I like
1: Carl Urban's better than Sylvester
0: Stallone. I I I like them both in different ways. I think that they are they are different shades. I I obviously like that Carl Urban doesn't take his helmet off ever like the yeah. real Judge Dredd. Um I think uh, Sylvester uh, Stallone's got the chin for it. I got a better chin for it cuz it's longer like the car, like the comic book character. But yeah. not if you but uh I'm fine with Carl Urban. I like him. I don't know. I like him. Obviously,
1: I like him in other things. Um, I like the more dude delivery. He doesn't really like yell that often. It's very much like fucking just the low grumble. That, like he's just somebody who's just fucking he's like very stoic. Uh, so he's, of it's
0: very man. A few words. Stoic. Masculine. Uh, uber mm. masculine character.
1: Yeah. Um, like loses is cool. Is definitely sick of the shit. He's done. It seems like he's just done it forever. But also seems. I like that instead of like in the Stallone one, it's like Judge Dredd's like famous and shit. Where this one is just like. Judge Dread is seems to be earlier. I would say, I guess, earlier in the career. Um, I mean, he seems to be known, but it's not like he's like so famous. Like, like
0: everyone's like, "Oh no, it's Dread!" and "Oh shit, Dread!" Yeah, Dread, exactly. Dread, yeah. Dredd, like, Dredd.
1: like a superhero. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved it if this got a sequel, though. Um, and I understand why it didn't because it didn't make its money back on in the box office. But it did with DVDs and Blu-ray sales. But it, it didn't uh, in the box office, so it never got green greenlit.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't, I don't, I'm mixed on this film. I don't think it's bad at all. And I'm glad it exists, but I don't know if this take is the one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Anderson is the other care person in the care, uh, cast we haven't talked about with the psychic, she has psychic abilities, so that's why she can't wear a helmet. And, uh, she's played by Olivia Thurlby, who is, and it took me forever. I'm like, who is this chick? How, like, did they just pull her out of nowhere? She is the best friend in Juno. Oh, like the the hamburger phone with the hamburger phone. I did, I've seen this movie before, didn't know that. And I put it together, and I was just like, wow, like, she was like trying to get out there after that. And she did, I looked at her, her filmography, and she has. She's worked decently steadily, but there was a f- these few films like Juno. And I think this was she did one of these were one of the first films she did after that. It was like an indie try to break through kind of thing. Um, I don't know how I feel about her performance. I like I don't, I don't I don't I don't like hate it, and I like the I think I like the character written better than I like her performance. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to me. Um, I don't uh, know that- why it doesn't it doesn't work fully. Um,
1: but I don't know. I don't know what it. I can't describe it. I liked it, just, it when she was like doing the getting in the mind, like Kay's mind, and you. Uh, and there she's were moments. Like, there was moments. Like, um, what what is it called? Where she's like, he's like trying to make her like blow him in his mind, and then she just like appears. It's like, oh, like I can do shit too. Like I, I thought that was cool. Like I thought she delivered that well. Um, but uh, I mean, I guess I could see uh what you're saying. I was it was like a performance where it's like i didn't notice it being bad so to me it's good you know it's kind of like a movie score where i felt it's bad. i like, don't
0: know i felt like something was missing I, yeah i felt like something was missing from the performance and it just wasn't clicking with me but i didn't like hate, it wasn't terrible i didn't hate it it wasn't bad. Mean, there definitely
1: wasn't a lot of like weight on her in like a like where you need to like really show a lot of heavy emotion and shit like in for dread too, everything just seemed to be like it, like it felt like they could die at any moment, but it also felt like they were still in control of the situation and in doing that like you know even when she gets like like taking like uh, hostage for a little bit, it was just like you know what I mean it doesn't feel like there's nothing to give them to give them to show like crazy acting chops um and maybe that's why
0: yeah. um yeah yeah I might just that might be the problem is is I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I feel like i That was the only question I had in the cast. Everything else was pretty good. Um, I don't, It was good. It was good movie. It was cool. I liked. I. I. The. It didn't feel as repetitive as the raid. Uh, like you said, even if I could tell yeah. they were on the same floor, it was. It was like varied enough.
1: Um, Being twelve minutes shorter makes all the difference.
0: The story is so much better. It actually matters, and I actually following it, and I know what's going on, and. And um when the other judges came it was super cool. Uh, like the bad ju- the the crooked judges uh and came and fought dread and yeah. Um there was like a weird I me and there was a weird scene where like Dread gets shot and has to and and Anderson has to help him perform aid on him and they just don't show it. She like starts help or like, no, she doesn't even help him. He's doing it on himself. And then it's just like, well, how did you do the one on your back? And they just cut it (laughs) past. And it's like, didn't show the woman helping him. But later in the movie, when she shot, there's this like, a you know, few minute sequence or a or, or shot of him helping her yeah. clean her wound and i'm just like iris is like why like why did why couldn't they show the man be weak
1: i mean it's gotta just <laughs> why be- can't they show I- the I- man was- need help
0: and i was like i'm sure it's for time it was more of a time thing I- i'm I- sure I'm they shot it's that
1: thread character thing or it's like you built you got to build him up to be this like fucking impenetrable wall so it's like
0: but but uh, he obviously like if you watched it and you thought of and you actually thought about the shots you would understand by context that mm-hmm. she had to have helped him he, Yeah, do for it, sure th- put the thing on his back It's like you yeah. couldn't show it can't show it I, I I'm it's sure cool. it was cut for time but um it was something funny that they kept the one with, where he helps her but she helped him earlier
1: I I could totally see it as just being like like it's 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 dread supposed to be this badass so it's like it's implied but we don't need to see it because it might make him look like less but in the mean but in reality you would just make him more human it would humanize a little bit more and ground it a little bit more um or it was just cover time who knows but i'm i would say it's it's the former um based on especially with the time frame that's coming out like this being in production since like 20 like 2009 or something 2010
0: the similarities uh, to the Raider are, are interesting i think we figured it out last episode but that the, yeah, the I, dive little, yeah okay, I dived fell yeah i dived in deeper on it. and
1: okay. so the it's literally just a case of similar ideas happening at the exact same time in different parts of the world and that's like that's it it's it's just a sheer like dread started going into like, it. Literally, is a coincidence. It, it's just a coincidence that they released at the same time. Uh, like the raid came out a year before, but dread was in production for three, two and a half years before the raid was. Um, and so it's uh, and with that guy, um, the Welsh director of for the raid, uh, not G- Gareth Evans, not Edward, <laughs> Gareth Evans. Um, he doing his shit in Indonesia, like was on his own indie wise like it wasn't a case of like script getting tossed around Hollywood. Um, so it's like it is just sheer coincidence. but I would say while the raid is probably some of the best like like mix of martial arts and, and brawler combat I've seen, like choreography I've seen in a movie, I think dread is a better movie.
0: Absolutely, Uh, absolutely. The raid, uh, I think, is revolutionary in its fight scenes and its martial arts. In the martial arts, it incorporates in the style. But as far and and like it was really clever premise that the movie is has a really clever premise. But as far as it's all the premise is only a vehicle for the action, whereas this feels like that um there's still story beats in that matter and there's and it's co- more cohesive as a film and it's easier it's easy to follow and it's not like that the raid was complex and on uh, i wasn't able to follow it it's just like i cared. i kind of cared more for these characters all yeah. of them even the bad
1: ones um mm-hmm. so oh I mean, every- uh, go ahead i was gonna say everybody had more shit to do like there was does that make sense? Like, yeah, well, there was, like, an
0: A-plot and a B-plot, and it yeah, wasn't just, yeah. like... And then, like, the twists. I didn't like the twists in in the raid. Um, I didn't... Yeah, the twist at the end was like, so confusing. Well, and me, even in know. the secret brother, and I guess you said yeah. he, they planned it in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Oh, so I want to talk about the EMT character because I did not understand what they did, like what their function was, because they had access to all the criminal records and database and everything. And they were like going through like people in prison records and stuff. I'm like, this guy's just an EMT. Like, how does he know all Like, have all this? I can see works out of the building. So he knows he controls it. But just like the computer access to all these files about criminals and shit. I like that they had a
1: a ready thing graphic of just mama's control of the the building uh, over time, just ready to go.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so. It's like, oh, I don't want, what the fuck? I didn't hate it, but it's just, I, I literally thought, I have a, my note is, I thought this guy was an EMT. Like
1: is he more than this like i mean the judges are you know they're they're cops jury and execution that's, that's true that's true so EMT's maybe the EMTs are, are just judged. they're
0: cops and
1: emt's they're, they're c yeah they're emt they're csu they're fucking uh forensics yeah they're everything they're, they're intelligent oh they're maybe
0: fucking, yeah maybe that's what it is they do forensics and stuff who knows um, um lab work um. So the, yeah, the slow mo breach scene. We were talking about the slow mo drug scenes earlier, but the, when he's breaching into the room, that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. It oh, it's hey, so yeah. cool, so fucking cool. That is the peak of the movie. Um, you could just watch that scene alone, and it's cool. Um, like if you if I was gonna show somebody a scene to be like, you should watch this. That mm-hmm. is the one I'd show. Um, I would I'd say if f- you want
1: to do any kind of slow mo action, like I had written down Zack Snyder this is how you do slow mo action
0: <laughs> i thought the same <laughs> thing oh my god i thought the same thing i was like this is how you use slow-mo and this movie is well both of our films today are how you fucking use slow-mo
1: yeah um, i've noted. i haven't about that and, and uh, it might be a
0: different style of slow-mo but it definitely yeah. is a cool two different ways of slow-mo that are cool as fuck one more modern and one uh older uh we forgot to mention donald gleason um Who's also he, yeah? He's an, Ma- he's an ex. He's an ex Machina too. Well, they, that those are contacts, obviously.
1: Yeah, they made it. I, I didn't know if it, that was like CGI enhanced and post whatever, because in no other movie did his eyes look like those are contacts. Uh, no, like, I'm talking well, about the they,
0: sheer they, size. Well, like, it's because of the, I think it's because of the black, like the the pupil being a different proportion. It like makes it. Like an optical illusion
1: like it makes his eyes bug
0: out look like they're yeah. bugged out a he, little looked, more. he looked like
1: he had elita battle angel eyes and i was like i was like uh it was something i didn't notice the first time but because i didn't know who donald gleason was and then now that i've seen well, him, he's in I, ex
0: machina he's in alex
1: garland's no like at the time that i had originally watched this I oh know. yeah
0: yeah originally
1: yeah yeah he didn't yeah, he, he, he didn't know
0: he was in star star wars yeah he, um, i didn't know he was gonna be a space
1: nancy in star wars <laughs>
0: um I don't really have any much, uh, I don't really have any other notes really. Um, except for I have a thing that says, stop outside the door, step outside the door and we are going to blow the fuck out of you. There's is a, is a line in this film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say the only other thing I had was just, Oh, the, the ending uh, I want to talk about. Uh, well, this is before the ending. Yeah. Um, okay. When they go to drop off the dude at like the little medical thing, and the guy's just like, "No judges, so, like, I'm not letting the judges in." Like, yeah, they fucking
0: EMT. Uh, like, what is who? who said, well, I don't know. You're a free agent and all this. I guess.
1: Yeah, it was just like I was like, but "Really? You couldn't let him just come in for a second, get a drink of water?" Like, like who are you afraid of? The judges or fucking mama? Like, who's the bigger threat? Yeah, you're he's... gonna go to yeah, you're gonna go to jail forever, or you're gonna get killed. Yeah. Like they uh, and also like they have the power to literally execute you legally on the spot, either camp. So it's like uh, you're you're fucked either way. But I would go with at least the law, like in this case. I don't know. I I just I I just wrote down fucking medbay question mark. <laughs> um, yeah, that EMT character. I had question marks every time
0: he had a scene. <laughs> I didn't understand him. I didn't understand his role, and uh, I didn't understand his job. I didn't understand. Yeah. Well, who maybe who's on?
1: He was really pulling the. Strings. And then they just killed Follow him, and, and
0: then the ju- the judges come and kill him, and I was like, oh, "Well, guess I'll never." find him. <laughs> 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 Guess I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the So the ending. The ending is, I think it. it you could. Be, I think it could be argued to be cool or awkward. Um. So Mama, Lynn Heady has Hetty. I don't know if it's Hetty or heady, uh Has a uh, a thing built into her arm, and she tells Shred if her heart stops, then this whole pl- building's going down, and if this building goes down, it'll take out the block, and you know shitloads of people will fucking die. it will be nine eleven shit yeah literally yeah essentially a 9-11 will happen if you can if i die and you know dreads just like uh well but he, get, he gets her high and throws her off the fucking building or he shoots her instantly and i'm like, okay well maybe he just yeah he wounded her he did so he knew he has yeah, to yeah. take her in or whatever this so they can get this bomb out whatever and he, nope he takes it takes drugs Gets her high and is like, you're going to fall forever. In the beginning of the movie, there's a line and they're like, oh, if they're in high, well, they fell when they feel like they're dying forever. Mm. And that's what happens to um,
1: uh, Mama. Just splats on the ground. But I guess the um, the logic there is that the signal wouldn't reach from all the way down there to the top floor where like it needs to be. Yeah, but don't
0: uh, usually those s- sorts of things like go off when they could go out of signal like in every uh, yeah, version I don't, of that I don't know. super villain thing, you know?
1: I mean, uh, I have it up on the, uh, because uh, I was, I was browsing through the uh, Wikipedia page to refresh before this and just on the end it's just reasoning that the detonator signal will not reach the explosives on the ground floor. Dread forces her to take slow-mo and throws her off the, uh, the ledge. So was like, it was a right. real thing.
0: So, all right, that's that's, not, that's unclear and bad. Not terrible. Like, it doesn't make
1: the movie bad, but... that, no. was, that I was mean, it's a-, a badass moment to just be like, you're going to tear the whole block. I don't give a fuck. And then just kill her. I <laughs> like, thought... So her. So my
0: interpretation of it, which I think is cooler, is that he was just like, oh, I don't give a fuck about civilians. I'm, I'm here to establish justice. And yeah. justice will be served, and you will be executed. I consequences be damned yeah (laughs) that's that's probably
1: the better way to look at it i think that makes it
0: cooler it makes dread a a more um you know kind of a bad i mean he's he's a fascist you know he's a fascist so i am the law it makes sense that that would he wouldn't care and Hmm. uh and just like well i'll call your bluff and we'll see what happens and then it didn't happen he just like smiles on the roof i'm like okay you just knew you weren't gonna die (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, I like my ending better, but uh, it's a good movie nonetheless. Ugh, I'm chugging. I think away. it's flawed. Uh, I like I said, I like the whole Anderson's character. I need I know is a foil, a normal person, more sensitive, empathic, uh, empathic foil to Judge Dredd. But she doesn't talk. About, she talks, but I don't. I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's missing something from that yeah. storyline. And uh I did like that she saved herself. When she got captured, I was like, Oh god, please tell me she doesn't just wait for Dread and it's yeah. become dread rescue. And, and it didn't, thank God. But uh so that made that I think her storyline was written sol- decently, solidly. But um I did the performance I think was my issue. And mm-hmm. uh yeah. So what are you giving dread? Uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I am um, also giving it a three and a half. I feel like I, I was, dunked I on really it more cool. and you uh and you praised it more. But um if I gave the rate a three, I'm giving this a three and a half.
1: I don't remember what I gave the rate. I think I gave the rate a three and a half as well um What did it, do you have it uh I, I don't it. have it up. I'm pulling it up. You got a letter bo- you gotta though. get a letter box. Um well, I meant like our our uh thing we have. Oh, the list. The Google, the Google Doc. Because it's it's in there. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. I believe you shared it with Tito. But yeah, I was three it 3 and a half. What I was going to ask while I'm looking this up is you didn't see this in theaters at the time, right?
0: No, I saw it um, like on Hulu. I'd go on Hulu this time, but I think I saw it on Hulu
1: the first time too. So I saw it in theaters uh, when it came out in 3D. And this was one of the few movies that did it properly and shot proper 3d where you do two cameras side by side at the perfect thing and like it's then they're rigged up and designed that like the closer something gets to it the more they angle slash get closer so it's like proper 3d perspective and uh in the theaters this movie looked great like it had because that's not the cheesy jumping out of the screen it's all about the depth and especially when you have those big like shots of the atrium and everything and and shit fong like this was a i know it would be damn near impossible to um watch this in 3d today but this is one of the few movies that is like absolutely r- enhanced by 3d um, the
0: raid is not on the list by the way
1: <clears throat> oh shit. yeah i'm looking through it right now and i'm
0: it's 2011 right yeah i put it at the bottom so yeah your score is lost if you don't remember I know mine. I see. I I have my letterbox thing, so I have mine.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. I'll just look back at the other episode later. But regardless, three and a half. Um. Why? Yeah. If anyone can watch this, obviously try to watch it in the highest quality you can because it's visually awesome. And uh, if you have uh, obviously, which is damn near impossible, you can see it in three D. It's amazing. All right.
0: Um. Yeah. It's good. It's worth watching. Um, it's got. It's not like it's flawed, but it's a. It's a very fun, enjoyable action flick. And if you're into dread, which I found out that that forty k Warhammer forty thousand was initially um based on a dread uh, RPG like tabletop game, and a lot of the early forty k miniatures were dread, and it was supposed to be based in that world.
1: Oh wow, that's sick.
0: I have heard the name of the comic. It's like, it's like a date. It's like something, something AD. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Dread's actually a super, super long running comic. We should probably have, know that for the, we should put that on the record. (laughs) Um, but I forgot to pull up pictures for Dread while we were talking. There's a little shot of Lena Headey. 2000 AD. That's the name of it.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: But uh, all right. Any last final thoughts about Dread?
1: Uh, well, I'd say watch it. I'd say it's definitely something to watch if you. Yeah, you can, definitely. If watch. You like hard R rated action flicks. If
0: You like hard R's? And your end of your words. <laughs> watch Dread. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Uh, but yeah, great pass, Avon Barks. Shout out to Avon Barks. yo, watch the wire. <laughs> Every time there will be a wire actor, I'm gonna say watch the wire. All right.
1: You're gonna immediately have to untype this and type the killer.
0: I know. I just I have I have to do it for my
1: OCG. Now I'm gonna switch to the killer. <laughs> uh, are we ready? Talk about this movie yeah. that has changed uh. my positively changed my life. <laughs> I'm switching over my notes. Hold on.
0: Po- quite possibly okay. changed my life. Oh, yeah, really? It was born... It was made of the year of my birth. Yeah.
1: I love... Th- I just... Uh, well, I guess I'll get into it when we start talking about characters and stuff. I'll hold it, but... Chow Yun Fat is cool. Chow Yun Fat is the coolest
0: motherfucker hmm. ever.
1: I love that John Woo and uses Chow Yun Fat, and I love that Chow Yun Fat is not a stereotypical action star-looking dude. Like he's, he's, ha- he's, a much, ha- he's handsome. He's handsome. handsome, but he ain't like because you you know like you, traditional U.S. action heroes like you know built and shit. This is yeah, just like, he's slender just and he's not short. he's taller for no, no, yeah, nothing like that. I mean, straight like he's not a muscle-bound hero. Like he's just looks like show. he could be. He's average. a handsome man. Like he's that. handsome, yeah. He's that's
0: definitely it. handsome. He's the coolest motherfucker. Um in research for this film, I they refer some people refer to Cha Yun Fat as uh John Woo's Muse. Um <laughs> and I think that's a pretty accurate um uh distinction. Yeah, Cha Yun Fat is cool as fuck. This is cool. This movie is cool as fuck. This is like the epitome of cool, but with like some sense with some sensitivity. Uh, we w- for preface, we watched Hard Boiled on our own uh, like last year or something, year or so yeah. ago, probably two maybe two years ago, um, and that blew my mind. It was like this excess of awesome action, and but there was these quiet like moments that you are just building up and waiting for the shoot shit to fucking mm-hmm. drop. I am kind of glad we watched that one first because my expectations were that it would be i knew it wasn't going to be as grand as hard-boiled but the action but um a lot of people say that this is his best and this movie is much more intimate um Hmm. than than hard-boiled or face i've only seen face off and hard-boiled and i think Mission, mission impossible 2 once um so this will be now my fourth woo film and uh I, yeah, love it. It's it's very sensitive. It's very, um... It's not, like, the most... It's not, like, the deepest story ever. But it's, honestly, a story about the two... F- pe- two men becoming close friends. I feel like is the, what this movie is about.
1: I, yeah, I will... I don't know if this is because of, you know, like, subtitles translations of what. I felt like... My only discrepancy with this movie is I felt like them becoming friends just kind of happened way quicker than it should have. But, um but i enjoyed it i enjoyed every bit of this i think it's that g- like even a... sorry sorry go ahead i was going to say like i i don't think i any criticisms i have are i feel like are just cultural differences and not so like in in filmmaking style not so much actual like negative things to say i think this is phenomenal i love i loved everything about this it was just ridiculous in all the right ways um yeah. yeah, Shoot 'em up is very much like this movie. And I and I love Shoot 'em up and so many people hate that
0: movie. That is a dumb. I that movie is very inspired by this film, I think of in particular. cuz um, um, it's got the ridiculousness and the the stu- like the charismatic noir kind of mm-hmm. vibe. This movie's very noir inspired. Um apparently I was reading in the that John Woo wanted this to be a love letter to Martin Scorsese and um a french director as well i could uh, this it's called les he did uh directed les samurai which is uh, also translates i think to the killer um which is a like a noir um french film that's supposed to be really good um there's so much style it's just like yeah. It might not be like the the craziest premise um in the very beginning Choi yun Fat is doing. He's a hitman. Uh, he's the killer, and he's doing a hit. And a woman there, a singer, a, like a bar, a lounge singer. She gets in caught in, and a, a bullet like grazes her face, her eyes, and she goes blind. Um, or I think that's what happens. Yeah. yeah.
1: She's right in the, she's right in front of the gun when he shoots oh, and, and the gun muzzle flash, the like, muzzle like, flash and, is and it. shit like hits her in the eyes and it's, it, it fucks her corny. It's, yeah.
0: So she's like mostly blind. And I think by the end she goes fully blind um and we don't I don't even think we we don't get to see what happens to her no her it does st- kind of just end <laughs> her story does not resolve and that's what makes me feel like this movie I, this movie is like you think it's supposed to be about the this budding relationship between this hitman and a victim of one of his hits and like oh. fall in love and they do and that is a storyline in the movie but the way that it's structured makes me feel like it wasn't really about that at
1: all. Yeah, <laughs> like it was
0: about more the cop and yeah, it's uh, the
1: cop finding the cop and the hitman, an assassin, and then the assassin finding it's like finding humility in each other because they're both people that shoot people for a living and find that common thread. And, and like, they're, that.
0: like they are admirers of like like, the cop feels like an admirer of ah jong who is charlie and fat's character does yeah. uh, his work in the subtitles that we were watching his i don't know if you watched it on youtube also but yeah I
1: did. uh it's jeff
0: the whole movie yeah
1: so everyone's like jeff 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 yeah uh, is it not really what is it supposed to be because he, ah he, it's supposed to be what
0: ah jong okay. i fig- i was reading the wiki and then i could hear it after that
1: like every character when it said jeff and they say ah jong um Fucking well, what threw me off was, and this is like I I know we're still at the beginning of the movie, but towards the end he's just like, "Tell me your name." I I just I need to know what to remember you by, and I'm like, everyone has that. Uh, Jenny has been screaming Jeff all around you the entire. I don't think movie. it's his real name. I must not be oh, his real name. I, yeah, I figured it wasn't, but it was just like elite you know his name is not. I Mickey thought Nelson. the same thing when he asked that. I'm like, why are you asking
0: that? You why are you asking him that? It's Jeff. Yeah. It's odd, like, <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah the cop is like this admirer but it's like a competitive rivalry it feels like an anime like how yeah. like oh very,
1: much. very like
0: much. not the movie doesn't feel like an anime well like maybe because the
1: over-top uh, yeah, and I, style. yeah i think the movie very much feels like an anime but um, not in a bad way
0: no in the in the good way not in the in like the over explaining exposition way this is actually yeah. well this is well written mm-hmm. um the, but the way that there's like a rivalry between two males, um, and they but then they, they overcome that to become best friends and defeat an uh, an, an even worse villain, you know? Yeah. That, and that's what this is. That's the premise of this movie. And you don't see a lot of these kinds of stories in Western media. And mm-hmm. I was talking that's what I was talking to Riss about right before I got on. Um and then obviously you can read into it that it's like homo homoerotic. Um, or that it is like, that's the deeper layer that this is like a love story between two men. and It is romantic or Kylie
1: halfway through the movie. Kylie was like about Jen and Jen about Jeff. And, um, I'm blanking on the cop's name. Lee. Lee. He was like, Oh, you could, yeah, she was like, "Man, you can really feel the sexual tension in this movie." And I was uh, like, Riss said the same thing." Yeah, Riss said
0: the same thing. And the show, its uh, John Woo is and such a romantic. He's such, yeah. he's such a romantic, and uh, but he's also a Christian. Not that that means he's not—he wouldn't write about homosexuality, but I don't think that's what his, his intent was. And I, I think no, it's I an mean, absolutely a, a, a fair reading when you watch the film. Uh, I, yeah, to take that I that mean, away I would, from it
1: i would read it as just kind of it's like that male bonding experience Like, if you ever had a moment with like one of your friends or best best friends, or even someone new or it's like yeah like i you like as a man i have deep love for all my friends and my yeah like you love them that, like yeah. a brother
0: like a family member like, like i mean you love yeah. them and it's honestly yeah. it's its own a love like a, a platonic love is is in its own a, a unique a deep platonic love is a unique thing um mm. and it is not portrayed in media because i think that that is considered uh and not a ma- not masculine but this movie is as masculine as you could get in a lot of ways um so it's such a it's such a it's like touch with sensitivity and uh it's, it is a sensitive film it is an intimate film um the use the the use of bird doves and pigeons in this film uh it doesn't oh, hard-
1: go ahead I was gonna say I don't know if it's this because it's doves in a church or if it's hard boiled because it's, I can't remember where the doves are in that. It was like
0: a it was like a gambling place and they had a bunch of birds in cages yeah. or
1: something. But it's, I just thought it was like oh man, this is I'm now understanding where the whole dove st- like uh, stereotype thing comes from. With it's, like, his act- thing. His it's his thing. It's his
0: thing. Um. um I, so apparently, in I don't think in in hard boiled, I don't think it's used symbolically but it, it's absolutely symbolic in this movie. Yeah, um, the- I don't I don't know the, the proper reading of it, but it it rep- it's got to represent some kind of rebirth or or or, gro- or growth or growth or some kind of like purity and like all oh, 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 in the end though, there's a final shootout that's so badass in the end. Oh and, yeah, know, I'll it's get on in to a that. church. Oh. It's in a church. The the whole hitman organization that Ajong works for is based out of a church um a christian church and there's actually allusions to um other like religions like confucian like, they're like there's always this shot yeah. of like a confucian shrine of yeah, some time. in the background and uh there's a few different sh- shots of that so like there's this holy religion there's a religious thing to this movie and face off has religious um uh things in it as well um this to a to a much further degree um, yeah, there's a lot so, of good use of symbolism and, and whatnot, but, but yeah, go ahead.
1: In the, uh, I was gonna say in the, in the beginning of the movie, uh, um, when it opens, when, uh, that sequence where, where Jenny gets blinded, um, he is, uh, which I know this isn't a big thing, but for some reason it just seems super cool to me. He fucking jumps backwards into this room with two guns, lands on his back to just get the two doormen. I was like, oh, that was such a smart way to do that. Um. Oh, those, the, uh, the coolest part.
0: Fr- I'm, I'm unsure if you're about to say yeah. this, but the coolest part of the opening has got to be when he stomps on the table, launches the gun up, yeah, catches it midair and kills the guy. Yeah. That
1: I. Uh, I yeah. That was, that was super cool. And then the um. I even though this was only a one thing that lasted a second. Um. It just like I. I can't remember this when Jenny's like describing Chion Uh, uh Chionfet, or jeff or not or whatever but it just cuts to chow Yun fat like james bond style with like a gun and it just goes from white to like a blood red background on it oh my like, god oh, that was super cool.
0: this is the coolest 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 part of the movie it was like james bond but it was also like horror movie as fuck like yeah was, i kind of wanted more of that in there but it was super i cool. thought i thought there was gonna be more but honestly the fact that he only used it once makes it so much more peculiar, like yeah. not not in a bad way. It makes it so unique. It makes it like I'm thinking about this part for the rest of the film. It uh, stylized was awesome, and I, I think that you could do that in a modern way, and mm-hmm. and it'd be just as uh, gripping. I feel um,
1: like Tarantino does that when he does character introductions in in like Inglourious Bastards or in like uh um, Kill Bill uh, Kill Bill and even in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he has used stuff yeah. like that. He has
0: he He's, has used stuff like that. He's super influenced by John Woo. A yeah. lot of the 90s guys, Robert Rodriguez, um
1: John You could just tell uh, just based on Tarantino, the, the style of uh, the Wachowskis. The of, yeah, let's say with Tarantino specifically, his style and choice of uh of squibs for the for the blood impacts is so much like because it's so over the top like in john Wu's stuff um because it's it's like that it's not real it's just the hyper fucking violence of what's happening because it's probably you know in the moment you're perceiving it as being so much more bloodier and gruesome than it is but at the same time it is also bloody and gruesome um but i have a note here that it's i i I noticed it from the get go, but I wrote it right when he does the assassination on that the the dude's uh, the uncle politician. Where, yeah, and he's just—it's a headshot directly in the head. He's dead. It's the smallest chooses, little hole. Chooses to empty clip, anyways. Like, dude, you got him dead oh, in the first yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: I thought and you, that. you you just
1: have to keep unloading. And then I noticed the entire movie, every single person he kills, he unloads an entire clip on for each person, even uh, though they're dead I, after the first I, few in shots. In the even.
0: end, I was noticed that once. there's was like half a clip. It was like it's five it's, shots from each
1: gun, so it's ten yeah.
0: shots into one guy, and then
1: you move it's on Every to the next. It's, it's just about every single person, every especially like in the uh, in that opening fight thing, too. Every single gun, is a, it's bop, 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 onto the next guy. And like bop, 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 bop. And, like, and uh, one of my other notes here, which is that towards the end, was uh, it took them an hour and, and forty minutes into the movie to finally run out of ammo and reload. Oh, uh, I
0: thought about
1: well because Inspector
0: uh, Lee has a as a revolver for like a thirty eight for portions portions of the movie. No, they <laughs> the show them, of the There's movie. a couple times. There's a couple times where they show them have one of those like pre like where it's the six yeah, bullets yeah. together. You just put it in, and I'm just like dog. The six bullets are gone in your first kill because the way you guys
1: fight. <laughs> you unload a clip per body. It's fucking. It's so. I love it, though. It's not. That's where the anime aspect comes in for me, where it's like, it's just you know you throw anything else to the wind and it's all just about the fucking action you're just in it i well,
0: want the hard um, boil i think about hard boiled in his explanation yes. for how hard boiled they literally have infinite ammo if yeah there's just no going reloading by. at all yeah because in his explanation is that the reloads are happening during you the cuts the cut yeah. you cut out the reloads they're all there but uh we just you know you just infer that it's happening yeah. Um, and that's the, a really good choice because it's goes. pace, like the, the the way he paces things, not just the pacing of the entire film, but the pacing of of sequencing of sequences and shots. Like it go, it gets very quiet and still. He literally uses freeze frames. He literally uses um slow mo uh post from post.
1: Uh, I will say the freeze frames were put in awkward places where I thought that the the YouTube crashed on me uh because they would just be like out of nowhere it'd be a freeze frame the freeze frame would just be like a second and then it would fade to some- or not even fade it'll just cut to something else or it would fade or like at the end of the movie where it like towards the end of the movie where it freeze frames on inspector lee for like half a second and then it cuts to giant fat and freeze frames it on him and it's like it they felt like they felt it, like to me as like an editor and, and director and stuff it came off as like oh this looks like an export like error um, i
0: think that it makes it like abstract like well yeah Apparently, um, I don't know if you watched that YouTube video I sent you in the middle of the night last night, but I watched it right before bed, and they were talking about the freeze frames in particular, which is, they're in hard-boiled, um, I don't know, I can't remember if they're in his American films, but um, it was, they were in hard-boiled as well. Um, and apparently it's influenced by some French New Wave filmmaker, uh, I'm sure it's somebody famous, I just not well watched enough um that that would use freeze frames to make you uh remember a certain expression a certain look on somebody's face like they'd hold mm-hmm. it and because it was awkward and jarring it would like stick in your mind and it would be kind of like uh, distilling the emotion down to one face um mm-hmm. or something like that like so uh, that I think is it's a really creative choice um his, the way he uses slow mo is very artistic. As much as I shit on Zack Snyder for his use of slow mo, this is, uh, and, and it's, it's that 90s choppy slow mo. It looks like it's done in post. Um, I don't know how, if that's how it is, but when, it, when it's that old,
1: um, uh, you probably know more than me. Um, but, uh, the sorry i was looking at my notes to talk about uh to reference in that what was the last part you said i was talking about the slow-mo here how he uses the slow oh yeah Does he so do- that's what i was, I was looking post. for that in my thing um no some of it yeah but the uh a lot of it is true because I, I have it in here it's like in the church specifically it'll be like he gets up fine and then it's a slow-mo of behind his back walking for like maybe two seconds and then it cuts to his front and it's back to non slow mo like real speed. And it, it, there's a bunch of moments like that where it's just random intercut slow-mo that I, 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 for some reason I wrote in my notes is like, I like this, like I, while I liked Zack Snyder's slow-mo. This for some reason just felt different, but I, I didn't mind it. It was nice. It
0: it's was not like, as slow. It's all at one. It's not, yeah. not as slow. So it's not like,
1: yeah, it's yeah, like, like, it's an mic.
0: actual motion. It's just slower. Um, and the way he uses it, because also he, he's, so, he's influenced, I mean, he's, he's, from, he's from Chinese, he's Chinese, and he uh, works in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Um, there's a lot of influence of martial arts films and kung fu mm-hmm. films. And apparently he's done a bunch of them earlier in his career. Uh, and you could see that in the, the, he uses it even in the most mundane actions with mm-hmm. the, uh, the beer scene with his buddy. Um yeah, and his yeah. buddy comes over and they want to demonstrate he like, he that his hand beer. that his hand doesn't work, that there's yeah. all this like it's really quick and you're like, Holy fuck, did you just whip that beer at him, dude? And uh and then he like drops it and grabs it with the other hand and it's like this really fast motion. Or like randomly, he'll like open a door like fucking Kramer and just like fly it, fly open. It's just these, it's so smooth and chill and still. And then all of a sudden, it's like a fucking lightning strike. And it reminds me, yeah, of martial arts films, um, particularly um, those come out of uh, Hong Kong. And yeah,
1: China. the um, fucking uh, what was I gonna say here? The uh, sorry, Mike. My- camera battery died but i have a note here that is um speaking about like the kind of that kind of shit but it's kind of different which is at the end of the movie at the house raid um one i i love that the entire army is wearing, mat- wearing matching white uniforms and then the uh so like the have tra- note- they
0: have track suits or they have like yeah, these so white all- track
1: suits yeah i just have it as the the matching white mafia um. Oh, the, but then, in the, the, the,
0: even in the end, in the end, there's yeah, like a um, mixture of white, like white sweat. They have hooded yeah. sweat, hooded sweatsuits and <laughs> other like guys in black. And I, I don't know if that was a choice because of symbolism, or if that was a choice because they really want you to see those squibs.
1: They really want to make sure I, you
0: see those yeah. squibs on the white. You want you
1: to see how much, how much blood? Like Shagun Fat at the end, he's wearing the all white suit, and the arms are just red. But everyone's he's still, wearing like, white. There's so yeah, much. Everyone's wearing white. So you see all the blood. Everyone is innocent. <laughs> but um, the um, I have here fast and furious levels of gun accuracy. There are so many instances where the gun is not pointed at who gets shot, but it's just but they get shot. Uh, the, the, it's, oh, I didn't, know, it's, I didn't
0: notice that. I didn't notice that
1: it was uh it's as yeah i noticed it once and then i started paying attention to it and there's just like especially in like the running away stuff when they're just blind or or the car stuff they're like the gun is not even pointing at anybody and and they're just taking people out um i love the oh we forgot that we glossed over this in the beginning i loved mustache chow yon fat
0: oh my god yeah he looks so smooth he looks so smooth
1: both so oh, of his costumes
0: for... he had a costume later with like a professor looking yeah yeah a freudian looking thing yeah. and uh he looks so good
1: he's just he's a good looking man he's so cool and he looks good i uh another thing i had here was the and when he's leaving, uh, he's like sneaking out of Jenny's apartment when they first meet up. And it's like, oh, Dumbo and Mickey Mouse, uh, like the inspector is like waiting for uh, Jeff there. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Their nicknames. Yeah. We got to talk
1: about the Tea Party uh, standoff. <laughs> is
0: that what yeah. you're getting to? The Tea Party standoff?
1: Well, yes. But the part I was going to say is at the end of that where he's they're pointing at he, uh, China. uh pointing a gun at him while he's on the while inspector leaves on the roof. And continually is just, like, pointing the gun, walking into the car, getting into the car, still, like, and pointing the gun and everything. It just seems, I don't know, just, I I laughed a little bit at it, but it was...
0: Yeah, Rist was like, he had an opportunity to shoot at him when he was getting in the car, and I was like, well, I mean, I know this movie, everyone's accurate, but... Lee inspector Lee just has like a tiny 38 and he's on the top of a roof. There's no way he can accurately shoot at Chow fat getting into that car. Like, I mean, he can aim at him and threaten him, but I don't think he can accurately shoot from there
1: but uh, i think the- chow
0: yun fat could accurately shoot up with the gun he had better yeah than the gun because like, i think that there's a, if you're a gun nut there's all the classics show up in this mm. um ak-47s and uzis and and MP5s oh i love that he used and- the
1: ak-47s as a sniper rifle in the beginning it's just like what the fuck? oh i think no that was a dragon off
0: uh, that was i think that was oh, a okay. dragon off because it's like I that look- looks like the sniper from metal gear solid three yeah um, I, I
1: saw the 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 the, the what is a banana clip or whatever with the with the the wood grain and i was like oh this looks so much like a no the dragon have uh have wood grain um oh they can um the but yeah talking about the t scene though i loved the the fucking standoff and they're just because she can't see they're just moving the arms around to like make sure it all like works and, uh, uh, and Mickey and Dumbo. Things. This is yeah. the part
0: of the movie when it becomes about their fucking love, their love, hate relationship, the bromance, the bromance. It's definitely, but it's like a, it's a hard to get bromance. I think they play, they play hard to get. Um, and they're very, they're, it's very, a uh, sundare. Um, yeah. if you're into anime, um, kind of relationship. Um, while I'm thinking of it, the one of my favorite sequences, excuse me, was when he's sitting in that chair smoking that cigarette and it's uh like it's sweeping shot through these glass like uh, sliding door window things. Yeah. And uh and he's sitting in the chair and it looks so good already. And I'm like I like Chris, look at this. And then the, then when Lee gets into his apartment and sits in the same chair and he makes the same pose yeah. and oh, it does and then- it again. And I'm like, I already love that. And then it did it again. And and every time it swiped through the, like there was a piece of wood, like the frame of it would go, it would switch to the other one. And it Mm. looked so, 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 so good. There was a part earlier when they were at the, I don't know if it's like a jazz club or it's a music club. And Lee's interviewing Jenny (laughs) and Ah Ajong shows up while they're talking about him in the doorway Mm. And he's and he's like red. It's all red. It's yeah, so yeah, well yeah. lit. And then somebody something walks past, and he's gone. It's like Batman. It looks like Batman yeah. the animated series. Uh, and was like, I, yeah. I was like, "This was Batman before Batman. This is fucking awesome." The um, uh, I don't know. If I he, like, that. I don't. I don't know if that was in the Tim Burton movies or not. I can't remember.
1: I'm not sure, but the the in the scene with the chair, I like the that the cop was like, you know, it's almost kind of like um boondocks like when you kind of fear yeah you're recreating the thing and then he like kicks the inspector lee kicks the chair back and pulls the gun on the other cop and he falls the exact way as the it was body me like, I
0: mean boondock saints i like shout yeah. at boondock saints at the tv yeah i uh, think a, a lot um and, um, and i think risk brought up hannibal and she said hannibal does that the show that the hmm. the he'll like live out like he's recreating what happened and it's like living it out um
1: hmm. the um I was going to say uh two things. One where the um yun Fat shows up in the doorless Jeep, like the white looking doorless Jeep thing. Yeah, uh, I two, thought it was a, a I thought ball. it was like a
0: golf cart because they only That's showed too. They
1: only showed the the steering wheel and it was open.
0: And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is that? And it's like a safari Jeep kind of a thing, yeah. like an outdoor Jeep.
1: Um but, I, I wanted sorry. to ask you saw if you thought this because I did immediately too. But it's whenever he he goes to shoot the uh, the main bad guy and he's got this big ass silver pistol and he shoots him and the dude it's looks like, like a he, magnum. He shoot, yeah, it, it looks, looks like,
0: like a, it's like, like it, a desert eagle.
1: It looks like it hits him in the arm and his arm looks like it fucking falls off straight up. Okay, and both so Kylie and I were just like, did Ritz, he just shoot his fucking arm off? So
0: Ritz thought that too, and we rewound it several times. I'm like, I honestly can't tell because of the way it's cut. Yeah. If that's the bumper of the car, like the like fender of the car, or his arm, and then the next shot it shows him with his arm still attached, yeah. so we figured that it out. Okay. We <laughs> thought the exact same thing. I did like the way that they had the blood like squirting out of uh, squirting out of his shoulder, so it must have been mm-hmm. coming from behind the seat through the trunk, and there was like some yeah. kind of hose in his fake shoulder, and it was just like squ- splurt spurting out. But I've been trying to. Um, I've been trying to figure out how practical effects works
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, well, I worked on that Jason, uh, the Friday the 13th, like pilot thing. The, that was like a HBO max pitch and the, uh, it's super cool watching. It's all air cans and running like secret hoses. And then the creating, um, essentially recreating parts of your body or skin, but with the hose in it and uh, making it so you're unable to tell that there's something there and then they can either do it like a hand thing or they can turn on like the condensed air to like do splat uh, squirts and shit like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes squibs are a mix of, uh, they're a mix of like air or they actually do the squib charge. Um, it's super cool. It's very like that. That's an art form in itself. Uh, pulling that stuff off. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. The, uh, the this is all this is one of my last main things that I loved, um, and that was in the house at the end, uh, the, beach house, shoots, the beach house, the
0: beach house. Because was like, so yeah, the, I, I thought the beach house was gonna be the end. It was just
1: like, oh, it just goes me yeah, really long. It's the, la- it's the last house before the church. Yeah. Um, and, and not
0: counting when it's fr- the friend fight scene.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's when the the, the all white tracksuit army comes. Yeah. In. Beach
0: house. Yeah.
1: And, uh, Chow and Fat shoots a guy. From inside the house, who's outside the house, with just a pistol, that man, you cut, that man is launched into a tree. <laughs> love it. Absolutely fucking love it. He's got that a pistol, a The pistol a can back. launch a man into the air, into a tree. Absolutely <laughs> amazing.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, some of the silly stuff, it just, it somehow works
1: with the style. Yeah. Like it, it just somehow works. I- my list is just all of the silly things that i loved it is like like when he's cauterizing the fucking wound with the with the gunpowder oh my hair god is still...
0: dude i'm like this is so unnecessary and then he immediately after just pours creek
1: water into it he... yeah right <laughs> I'm i like, it,
0: boy, it defeats the purpose dude
1: and i wrote down whole time hair is perfect J- perfectly slicked back hair for jeff and then yeah, and, yeah. uh, like, all that shit just went down and from the from the neck up perfectly clean perfectly fine not a single hair yeah, out of they, place. They, they were eat, by the end of the movie, they were each shot like four times. Yeah, oh my God, I know. Oh, I, I, speaking of the end of the movie, did Chow Yun Fat just get shot in each eye? Okay, okay, he...
0: yeah, 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 yes. So this is the most over the top part. Of, they saved it for last. He gets shot in each eye. That's no, I it not, it it's not crazy. It's each eye shot, socket. Right? Each so oh so a bullet went to each eye socket so that he was blinded. And then die, and then I was like, okay. Then he's gonna live, right? They blinded him,
1: and now he's gonna live. And no, he dies. <laughs> uh, I, I with that, I have when Jeff dies, it's the fakest death I've ever seen in a movie, because like he's in a position where he could all he needed to do was just drop his head and he dies, but he goes, ah, and then reaches his arms out and spreads and gets comfortable and falls. Like it's it. it, it, it was just so not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he was like
0: writhing, like he had so much life
1: left. Yeah, like he's
0: like, oh, yeah, my eyes, my eyes, my eyes, up, oh, dead.
1: Yeah, I, it, was, it was, it was, it was funny, but it was good. It worked. Yeah, like it's, that, it's that was, there was some.
0: There so. I don't know if we're ready to start talking about scores, but it's complicated for me. But I, this film is a masterpiece. You make no doubt about that, <laughs> viewers out there. Jokes aside, this movie, this film, is a masterpiece of the action genre. And one of the best action movies I have maybe ever seen. But there are flaws um, with the production and production side of things, I think. Uh, I noticed a big hair hanging off of Lee's yeah! uh, face in I shot. saw that, too. And it grossed only there in one shot. me out. It grossed And then it immediately cut and it was gone. It grossed me out. Um, there, uh, so the jan- the, I keep calling him the janitor, but he was Lee's partner. Yeah. Um who he ends up in the hospital. So there's a scene where he's like climbing outside to try to catch, like to like flank Chow Yun fat. And every time the guy shoots somebody climbing on the, building it is not the same actor it is a significantly younger person uh and thinner taller thinner and younger person and the first time i was like wait was that the same guy who's that supposed to be and i realized they were wearing the same red jacket and then i then they showed the almost the same shot again and uh, I was like, nope, that is definitely not that guy. It's just, like, things like that, like, the, <clears throat> the crisper production-wise. And, like, some of those flaw, like, mis- not mistakes, but, I don't know, errors in a, a conventional production is, is made some of the things that make this movie amazing. Like that what we would consider a flaw production wise is what the, this makes it unique and gives it such character and style. But there are things like that that are like, you know, if we were watching something else, we'd be making fun of that. If we were, if this was yeah. happened in army of the dead, we would point this out as a dunk and like,
1: well, it, it all works for me in it, it like, works. it's all it's all in the same world this is what like very early on you're set up though like this is how this is gonna be and like all right i'm into it i buy it like, like uh, it doesn't all the ruin henchmen, it for me it doesn't ruin it for that's me that's what i'm saying like all I the think... henchmen went to the stormtrooper academy like but it, it doesn't bother yeah.
0: me. yeah yeah oh so <laughs> apparently the the body count of this movie is over 300 jesus Christ. Over, which is one of, It's considered one of the highest um Cause it's just, it just boom, boom. Like it's like a video game. It feels like area 51 or one of the or like house of the dead. where like guys yeah. just pop out from behind walls or, or like in through a window and they die and you shoot boom, 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 boom. It feels yeah. like a video game. Um, and I, I know I did that last week, uh, where, or with, um, first blood, but I, I think it makes sense that video games are obviously, especially action, a lot of action oriented uh, video games are going to be influenced by action films um,
1: mm-hmm. um i mean wasn't there a movie was, or wasn't there a video game like like back during like the 2000s or maybe early 2010s that like had chow yun fat in it, it was directed by john woo yeah or i don't know like if it's directed that. by john woo but there is a video game with chow yun fat in it but it's like very john woo vibes type of video game uh, yeah so
0: it might be it might be directed by him might, he might be involved or produced or something yeah um, but uh, that might be worth looking into. I want to see all of John Woo's films, so, like at least like of his imperial. I just need to phase. see Face Off. I
1: need to see Face well,
0: Off. Well, I want to see um I've a better so tomorrow. A better tomorrow is supposed to be uh, his other like the big three of his Hong Kong films are Better Tomorrow, The Killer, and Hard Boiled. And then then you have Hard Target with John Claude Van Damme, um, Face Off, and then Mission Impossible Two. I think I are it. his best
1: uh, American films i found it it is called john woo presents stranglehold that's it was it. P- it was a ps3 and xbox 360 game
0: oh wow i thought it was ps2 for some reason um and, and isn't it like very well in all those games like um max Payne and anything with bullet time comes from comes from john woo um though, well, yeah, the, wachowskis, the wachowskis the wachowskis the like the the fucking John Woo walked so the Matrix could run. I feel like, um, and I and I I think even John Wick as much as John Wick I was influenced. I can see the Raid influence and the Old Boy hmm. influence. Um, yeah, I see uh, Old Boy. We gotta watch too. Um, oh, it's so
1: good. You'd really like it.
0: Um, the Old Boy influence. I would really want to. Uh, I can see the John Woo influence as well. Um, there's just it's the style. It's the It's the so much emotion with uh, so much uh ultra violence, uh hardcore brutality. Um, it's not brutal in terms of gore, but just uh ultra violence. I guess is a better word. But there's like so much. Uh, it's romantic, not romantic, just in like love, but like in uh, in terms of like a romantic like painter. You know, like it's uh it feels very romanticized. This story and this action, um. Yeah, this is uh, I'm glad I saw this. If I was ever going to see if I if I was ever going to talk to somebody that's going to say I want to make an action movie, they need to watch The Killer first. Mm. Not first, but they need to watch The Killer, they need to watch Hardboiled. Um I want to watch more John Woo movies.
1: Um I sent you the trailer for Stranglehold in the d- the Discord. Um put like, on like you like you and I's DMs. Um if you want to like get a refresher on it because it's
0: well we can put it on the i don't think it'll. i
1: don't it's think it will copyright. A... i think it's old it's from 2007 and it's well, like it's on move. somebody else's channel it's from <laughs> i'll
0: put the audio on for the honor podcast honor is
1: his code tiger Hill honor got is his to code. someone good Someone clean, someone the cops won't watch, gotta be you. I can't tell if it's a the star is. Don't it it's a fat? Yeah,
0: it is. That. Oh, it is a fat.
1: Hell yeah. It's, it's like, like it's really, really low res for me. I mean, I'm watching it through through Twitch right now, and it's fine. <laughs> is there no
0: one who can kill this cop for me? It's 360p. I told
1: you not to go in alone. <laughs> I did it. Front my true friends. Oh, man, thunder's are really cracking over here bloodshed is his only is. option the doves the oh, oh the doves bloodshed is his only option. <laughs> oh man look at that look how awesome that is oh his head is down ducking and just firing off unloading infinite clips. i wonder no, if the on, game you on, just I have oh he's playing tequila
0: tequila is the character from hard-boiled
1: no way.
0: Yeah, as I said, he returns his inspector tequila.
1: Wow. We had you know, we're gonna have to play this now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stranglehold. It's a, it's a, it's a hard-boiled sequel. Like, look at that. Oh, John this yeah. August. Sick. This title, yeah, I before. say I re- for some reason talking about this, it just dawned on me. I was like I swear that there's like. I a know. A I remember video. it too. Oh, wow. So much Max Payne. What's
0: this like a? Uh, it's only right if Max Payne's gonna rip off John Woo that John Wu then rips off Max Payne. It's that's yeah. or that's the Ouroboros of life, that's the circle of life. <laughs> but, um, all right, did we give scores?
1: Because I did it, not for this, not for no. this. No,
0: I'm gonna go first. Uh, I wanted to preface the flaws thing because that's why I'm not giving it a five, but other than that, I would be giving this a five. This is a four and a half for me.
1: Oh, I was gonna. I agree. Four and a half. I I thoroughly enjoyed this. This is just. This is my right kind of ridiculous. You know, like some people love Fast and Furious franchise for being just dumb and ridiculous. But this is not dumb. This is just. Yeah. Ridiculous. This is smart
0: and ridiculous.
1: That's yeah. how I feel about this. This feels smart, but it is
0: it it appeals to the dumb. I feel like a dumb person can't not dumb, but someone who's into more basic things can enjoy this as long as they don't get put off by yeah. by. Uh... I they don't get put off by like the the lulls in it, but are not the lulls but the quieter parts of it, but god it is mm. so good. So good.
1: Oh Yeah, I definitely four and a half. Solid four and a half. I like I said, any of the complaints I have are probably things that were just one, it's from nineteen eighty nine, and two culturally. Um things that probably work oh, better for that era the, of cinema. We
0: didn't talk about the score. It's a really interesting score. I mean, it's very '80s, but like synth and stuff, and like of uh, of its time. But I really, really like score. Oh, we forgot to talk about the little girl who got shot, and he had to take oh, her he to, like the to, to the hospital on the crossfire. And there's so much to ta- unpack. The, the yeah, we taught that we barely we, um, grazed over the friend with
1: the uh,
0: with the hand who was like mm-hmm. a f- also a hitman and. And then yeah, um, he
1: gets the shit kicked out of him to try to get Chalion fats money for him and then ends up getting killed anyways. Uh, yeah, how about Chalion fat kills him? Mercy so that he get... him. Yeah, oh man. It was Sydney. Poor Sydney. Oh uh, yeah, Sydney not is not... Name. I
0: don't think Sydney was the character's actual name, but...
1: Uh... Yeah, i was curious curious... So Sydney if Fung. If the...
0: Sydney Fung.
1: Okay. Uh, the... yeah, I was curious halfway through because of some of the name stuff as if... Like, is this the actual thing or is this fan uh, subtitles? I I wonder if
0: it was when it's lo- it was localized, they changed some of the, like, Jenny's name is already Jenny. Um, they just changed some of the other names to be more uh, American or Western.
1: Because it, it, in the credits, two of the names in the credits are written in English, like, for the first names. It being Jenny, Jenny. and someone named Frank are the two. Yeah, I saw that, too. But everybody else's name was written in Chinese. Not yeah, look at that face uh, this was a cool scene with the train on the uh, oh yeah, the so and...
0: sidney fong sidney Fong's real name character's real name is Feng Sei uh,
1: gotcha, also, and then the bad adjusted.
0: guy, the bad guy is called Johnny Wang in our version, but his name is actually Wong Hoi, gotcha
1: Johnny Wang. <laughs>
0: And Frank Frank Chen was the dude with the grenade launcher that didn't ever talk. That they paid, they like he was like the big bad at the end, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just uh-huh. fucking didn't talk. He had the massive like black sunglasses on, and it was just like, and he 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 asked for such a small amount of money versus like Chow Yun Fat was supposed to get one point five million for a job, and this guy comes in and he's like, I want a hundred thousand up front and two hundred thousand after. It's like that seems like you're really underselling yourself right here. Even this
0: fucking trailer is is awesome. It just reminded me how beautiful this film is. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Don't give a shit about the language barrier. This is a great movie. Um it's one of the now I consider one of the my favorite maybe movies ever. I'm excited to watch it again. I want to watch hard boiled again also because of this. Um, but all right, that's it. That is it. Damn. All right. let's right. stop this week? trailer before I get even more copyrighted. So what is next week? Let me pull up the, the boom fest, boom fest, boom, boom, boom. Part three next week is heat and atomic, atomic bond. bond.
1: Ooh, that'll be exciting.
0: I'm really, really been wanting to see heat. Um, And uh, did you want to attack on space jam or what did you want to do for that i don't know we could do a bonus if If you don't Uh, that's fine that's fine
1: i have Um, because i work i work sunday and wednesday all day and then i finish a color grade um sometime the next week and i have a writing session on uh either monday or tuesday but I think, I mean, I, if it's on, if it's streaming on HBO max for free, I could probably swing it.
0: Well, if that you're, I, I, that's only if you were going to watch it with, with somebody else, honestly, it's gonna, if we weren't going to, if I wasn't going to watch it, I'd have to watch it like today or tomorrow. if We were going to do so,
1: it. We were going to try to watch it last night. I was, I had a bunch of friends over for like a little get together. We do like uh like a drive-in movie night where it's just, uh, I have a big backyard. Uh, mm-hmm. I live out on a farm for those who don't know. Uh, and we just got like, last time we got a projector screen and I got a projector and we got a bunch of chairs out of the fire and we watched uh, starship troopers. So this time we were going to try to do, we, wait, it, you the, watch it starship
0: was, troopers?
1: Yeah. It's a great movie. I know. I want to do it for the sh- cast. Oh, hell yeah. We'll do it for the cast. I can, I'll rewatch that. I watched that a million times. Yeah. Well, I watched a million.
0: Oh, I also say, we, the, I remember I mentioned that this movie, that the killer was a tribute to Martin Scorsese and another French director. The French yeah. director is Jean-Pierre Melville. And the name of the movie is La Samurai, in 1967.
1: Nice, <clears throat> but uh, what I was gonna say was we were gonna either, we were gonna try to watch Space Jam, but it ended up raining, so we just did an indoor like hanging out thing. Um, Vax gang only. <clears throat> yeah. Uh yeah no that's cool all right well,
0: we can uh we can wrap it up um you know we'll we'll, we'll we'll uh leave it out we'll leave it out there and then and leave it nebulous about Space Jam but at the very least Boom Fest will continue part three Heat Atomic Blonde July twenty third um also I wanted to mention that we do now have an RSS feed up um for those that are audio pre- prefer the audio style um we have an RSS feed let me i uh, show you what it looks like. And, uh, we're also going to, we're already on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, a couple smaller things, uh, Stitcher, um, if you use any of those. So, uh, if you want it on the go and you don't want, you can't have YouTube up, uh, use these. Um, but, uh, we'll still keep streaming it and we'll keep putting it on YouTube and, uh, doing the thing, but, I uh, appreciate you all. If anyone's out there sticking around and we'll be back next week and, uh, Thank you. I love you. Sounds good. I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Have a good one, guys.
1: Later.